You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yeah, I just don't understand what they're trying to do because now I feel like there's something going on here. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't even believe that I noticed it because I've never, I've never noticed it before. So I think it's something different. I okay. think someone did it. I'm just gonna say this is not helping out with my whole fear that I'm secretly the star of the Truman Show. I, <laughs> no, I mean, you're not, with, when it comes down to my is paranoia... That's not your fear, that's your dream that you're the star of the Truman Show. No, it's not my dream Truman because show. I know. No, it's my worry because sometimes when I'm at home, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, somebody might be watching me, then I shouldn't be doing this. I've seen that, I saw that show... Wait, at, I think that's called Catholic shame. Well, that might be a little bit of it too. <laughs> also, uh, I feel like I'm in the Truman Show. Hello everyone, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to remind everybody of something very important, and that is to do this, all of your online shopping, by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link Greg, right that was there a solid basic ad. I liked it. At the top of the page. And let me tell oh, you no, no, I was going to say you're why. mixing it up because you like because gave it Because a- there are so many shopping choices that you can make out there now and in the world, and when you're out there on your phones maybe security systems that you can get systems that you might want to get or if you want to get peephole cameras and put them in uh, unsuspecting studios uh you can go to funemploymentradio.com click on the amazon link don't do it for that reason that's that's a bad that's a bad idea we're not no and Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't do that to anybody else either but if you are going to do any shopping Go to FunEmploymentReady.com. Click on the Amazon link. I do want to say this. We've got a very special guest who's going to be joining us here in a little bit. Somebody who's actually never been on the show before. And we've met him. Yeah, we met him once, and it was when we were judging uh, Portland's Funniest Person. A couple of times. I think he was there last year, too, when we were judging. I don't know. Maybe, he's like, maybe he's, not. He's like super cool guy, too. Yes. He is. Like He's one of those people. Like, but, And you'll see why in a second, because like he is... Yeah, he is he is like the most titles of any person I think I've ever I've ever encountered. Yeah, so what do we even call him? So well his name is Ben Parrish and he works for uh Kill Rock Stars. Kill Rock Stars. Which of course the, is a is a very famous record label. Yeah. Uh puts out they put out music, I mean tons of bands that you've heard of uh, over the years. I mean it's like one of those iconic cool rock star labels, you know, kill rock stars. And now they also put out comedy albums. But Ben is, um, well, we'll go through it all when he, when he gets in here. Maybe we should have him go through each one of his titles okay. from their website and and explain each one of them. He is, he's just like He really, like does everything. I know, and he's like really hip, and I don't really know how to talk to him. Like, hey, so you're cool, huh? That's probably not how you that should start off cool the interview. Starting off the cool. interview by saying, hey, do you, do, what's it? What's it like being cool? <laughs> it's probably not the best way to start off the interview. But I do um, want to know what it's like to be that cool. Let's scratch that one off, off the question list. But I, but that's the top of my questions that I already wrote out. Hey, uh, <laughs> so what's it like being cool? No, Ben is awesome. So he's going to be joining us here in just a little bit from Kill Rockstars. Um, but but to the point at hand here, there's something that's happened. So if you listen to our show regularly uh, over the last six and a half years, you know that we have a studio here in Southeast Portland. Um, well, yeah, we've got a recording studio in a green room um, in our our building here in Southeast Portland. And then there are other businesses in this building as well. But we've kind of got our own little section. It's pretty secure. It's pretty nice, at least as far as the rooms are secure. I don't know. All my security everywhere is just starting to feel like it's diminishing. Well, and I'm kind of wondering about that too because I want to know what's going on here. So for... For our, our green room and our studio, the doors to each of them have actual, you know, the peepholes. I guess it's called a peephole. Would it be called something else? No, they're peepholes. Peephole like an outdated term, though? Because that seems like it's kind of a, a creepy Why term. Why would peephole be an outdated term? I'm just looking up my What would peephole. it be, like a looking hole? 
I don't know. Yeah, looking hole. Peep. No, it's a peephole when because you put, you're peeping out. You're peeping out to see who's there. But when you put peep on it, it sounds like you're looking like at somebody unsuspecting. All right. Did you want to call it something else? Do you want to call it the look hole? I don't, when you're going, when you're looking out your look hole, I don't know. When you're peeping out your look hole, that's what you could do. Well, no, you can peep. You, you can peep without a look hole. You can peep regardless. Peeping is, you know, where you go onto somebody's property and you take a look inside their windows. That's peeping. That's what I think of. No, that's trespassing. Well, it's trespassing. You don't go also, onto their property. You can trespass without peeping. Uh, you can also peep without trespassing, but not really. Really, I think it, you can peep. You can trespass without peeping. You can't peep without trespassing. This is interesting. So uh, that's how I think it is. Our pal Suman in the chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Um, he went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on the Amazon link. And on Amazon, peepholes are listed as door viewers. Door viewers. That's that just looks, sounds term. like you're looking at a door. That sound, yeah, that's confusing. That doesn't make any sense. No, I think it's, I don't quite it's closer that. to peeping through a hole than it is viewing a door. I guess peephole is just one of those things that we have to that, that we go with. It just seems to me that maybe it's an outdated term. I don't know. Either way, we've got two peepholes that we stare at people in the hallway with. Through we do our, whenever we hear noises. I do. I've looked out there before. We I've, both I've have looked look. out there several times because we hear some. Yeah, but sometimes... you're not supposed to admit that when it's not somebody at the door. You take a look through it. You know, I'm sometimes there's a kerfuffle in the hallway, and I don't want to go out in the hallway, so I'll, I'll just take a gander through the peephole. No, see sometimes what's going I like I'll hear a knock, and of course, you know, I have a phobia for answering the door, so I'll peep through the peephole just to see if I do or do not want to. Have answer you ever it. not answered it yes. here at the studio? Yeah. Who? I saw like a there was a solicitor that got into the building once. How do you know it was a solicitor? Because I saw them wandering around, uh, like. And a different part of the floor, like on the same floor, but knocking on people's doors, and they had a bunch of pamphlets. Oh, see, that would just piss me off. Then, yeah. then, then I want to. So talk I just to them. ignored them. Then yeah. I want that confrontation. Mm-hmm. That's why I would answer it. But so, so anyway, we got in here to the so studio. Something very today. strange happened today. Yeah, and we have our green room, and the peephole was half screwed off. So you know, it's sandwiched on each side of the door. The actual side where you're supposed to be able to undo it would be on our side in the room side, but it was. It was as though someone had been trying to twist it off and it was partially unscrewed and it was, loose. It was a loose peephole. A loose peephole in our door, which means somebody did that. And I don't think anybody else was here in the studio. Nobody would have done that from this side. Somebody from the other side in the hallway had been trying to unscrew and loosen up our but peephole. But I don't understand why they would be trying to get through the peephole. Well, I, unless, I mean, you know, there's always the horror stories of somebody putting a camera in. That's what I was thinking but of. But it's not a camera because we looked and it's still a functioning peephole. It's it just is. a loose peephole. It's like they couldn't quite get it off. Mm-hmm. But can, maybe we say, they... can we say a different word for peephole because I'm No, I saying... already said it and that's what I was trying it's to get like to. Something like shorter, you wanna, like something abbreviated. You didn't want to go with another word for it though. You wanted to keep it with people. All right. Traditionally. Well, people. anyway, it was kind of strange it, it, because I was opening and Greg was uh, doing some recording earlier today. And so I always go through the green room mm-hmm. just so I'm not going to disturb in case like you're still recording. And so because usually I'll just come right into the studio. But I went through the green room and as I was undoing the door, I heard a little like jingling kind of thing. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I looked and sure as shit, like the, the peephole thing's moving around. Yeah. Which was weird. And then it like looked kind of scraped around the sides a little. So somebody had been really like digging in there trying to loosen this thing but up. But is this like something that they can break in with, Greg? Like um, can they stick something through the peephole to like try and unlock the doors? I mean, I suppose you could. That'd be that'd take a lot of work to do that. I mean, anything's possible. I guess maybe you could. Should we like report this to management that we, we had to lose people? Probably should. Yeah. Ha- report that we had to lose people. I'm worried though. They're trying to put cameras in there again. I'm that's more what worried I'm... that they're going to try and make some makeshift like thing to put through and try to unlatch the doors. Well, maybe they are. We should ask around if anybody else has any loose peepholes. Yeah. 
I'm sure because nobody thinks we're weird on this floor anyway. Excuse me, have you noticed? Did you notice that you had a loose peephole? If you're, is your peephole loose? Mm-hmm. I mean, we could walk around and just kind of check everybody else's out. I don't know. It's just strange. It's strange that this is happening. I mean, with this, what do they want? What do they want to watch me for? Again, I just feel like they're again. They I don't think anyone wants to watch you, but I don't know why else they would loosen the peephole. That's clearly they want to put cameras in there to watch. Yes, me. everyone wants to watch you, Greg. I'm just. A, I'm assume that's what's it's going on. The Nibbler on. show. That's exactly. We'll oh my gosh! I just realized why you named uh, your first show the name that you did. What? Because of my last name? What did you? No, know because of the, there's the Truman Show, and then you named yours the Nibbler Show. Oh no! I never. That that, that always... wasn't. That's not what I thought of when mm-hmm. I did it. I never thought about that. Yeah, I've never had a Sarah. The Sarah Show, or the Dylan Show. Whoops. No, that was just because it was my last name, but I never put two and two together that it could be the Truman Show. Uh, anyway. Yeah, let's definitely report so, the loose people, though, because that actually kind of makes me nervous. Yeah, okay, so we'll report that. But, I mean, between that and all of the other strange things that are going on, I feel like there's a new resurgence in, like, people, in, like, not just peeping, but in, like, weird, like, living in walls kind of stuff going on. Because mm-hmm. we have these series, you know, and this this is what I was thinking about when I, when I was going through this. Like, who would want to do this? You have all the weird stuff happening at your apartment complex. It's, man, my neighborhood is, like, going down the shitter real quick. So, Sarah lives in southeast Portland here, and she's, you I know, live in the Sunnyside neighborhood, basically. So the Sunnyside like Sunnyside slash, like, Laurelhurst, like, kind of in okay. that area. Okay. And so, it's a, it's a big apartment building, an old, big old building with, like, I don't know, 60, a million apartments in it. I don't know how many. It's a lot of apartments. And, and it's locked front, so you can't like just get in there. But in that apartment complex, because it's so old, this building, you've got also where they discovered a hidden room. And actually, literally, a hidden room mm. was discovered when they were doing some maintenance um, that Under was right the up the hallway. Under the stairs that wasn't on the, yeah, that wasn't in the maps. Yeah. They had no idea. An my, actual my landlords sealed have up room. this building for years and years. And so they discovered that there's also, you know, a lot of strange noises in your building and there's a lot of weird, you know, wall space. Clearly there's hidden rooms. Obviously, most likely somebody lives there's in There's that creepy furnished room down in the basement. There's like the... Yeah, um, there's a there's a random weird room in the basement that's just furnished for no reason at all with that's unlocked. And, you know, obviously... Yeah, there's like a sealed off dumbwaiter. There's like, uh, there's no rhyme or reason to the, the, like some of the staircases go nowhere. Well, and obviously somebody lives in the walls in your building. <laughs> I mean, that's what we've talked about. Goddamn walls. Wall man. Wall man does obviously live there. I mean, that's I'm convinced of this, that you have somebody living in your walls. I mean, obviously, and they're probably, you know, probably cavorting around in your bedroom right now because nobody's there. This guy can go bounce from room to room because he knows everybody's schedules. And so he can just pop in there through his little hidden doorways. And, you know, he just lounges around in different apartments all day long. It's probably a pretty sweet life. Okay, I will Watches tell- TV, gets free internet. I will tell you that food. you did actually get a teeny, 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 tiny bit into my head about the whole wall man thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have a closet in my apartment, and my apartment's so small that, like, basically, uh, in order to have a bedside, like, nightstand, it kind of blocks one of my three closet doors. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of where I piled all my shoes. Oh, yeah. That I don't usually Perfect wear. Perfect place to hide a hidden door. I know. And that's where I piled all my shoes that I don't wear um, when I moved in five years ago. And so yesterday... Because of you. Oh, it's been there for five years? For five years, my shoes have been yep, there. Yep, so that guy's had perfect access to get no, in there. No, but out. I did actually go through all the... Because it was like, it's a mountain of shoes, okay? It was like a mountain. I had I had probably about 50 pairs of shoes in there. I bet he was in there wearing them. He was he not around. in there wearing them. It's not that big of a closet. But I did actually pull out and go through all of my shoes. I ended up getting rid of about like 25, 30 pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I did pull them all out and check all of the walls in my closet to make sure there weren't any hidden doors or panels. See, I wonder how many people who live in apartments are doing that right now because they're worried. <laughs> about, now that you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it. Well, because it. I told you when I was growing up in Seattle, uh, I had a room with a secret panel in the mm-hmm. closet. Yeah. And then it led to like a secret room that I would go and like read my you know Christopher Pike books in. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's what Wallman's doing mm-hmm. right right behind your wall. He's sitting there probably watching you watch TV. Then he'll go around. He's got constant entertainment, free food from all the different refrigerators. He just takes a little bit so people don't really notice. Or they'll go to their fridge and be like, huh, I thought I had more of that left. But, oh, well, I guess I must have eaten it. Nope, that's Wallman. Is like when I was going for the last English muffin this morning and like I knew that there was one in there, but then it wasn't there anymore? Wallman ate it. That's exactly what happened. Mm. Wallman's having a great time. And he's there doing that. But now, you know... I would worry that... What, do you think he followed me here? Well, since he's been living there in your walls, obviously watching you, time time has passed. You know, you've lived there the longest. He's probably become attached to you in some way because you're his constant. He's probably got pictures of you that he takes through the walls, like hidden in his in his hidden room that he's put up there. I mean, I have had the things like true. on my walls since I've moved in. So I mean, there could have been like a hole drilled behind like a picture or like a. He's probably got a whole video library of you, like walking around. I mean, there's your nothing room. interesting. Other, I'm sitting in there painting, eating, or watching Jane maybe, the Virgin. Maybe that's what does it for him. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe watching you eat is his thing, and so. So he's doing that or watching you dye your hair. That's that's probably what really that happens in the bathroom, Greg. Well, he he's got he's got wall man knows where he's going. He does not because I share the bathroom wall with my one neighbor that I do know that is definitely not spying on me. Uh, I don't know. Wallman's had a long time to figure this out. I already gave the backstory of him the Stop, other day. Yes, so and we don't need to hear it again. There's we won't go no into it. Man. But he's been living there for a long time, and so so what I worry about though is if he's made like an attachment to you. And that he is following you, and because you get here to the studio, I ride you seal my bike yourself most up. Days he doesn't. I I would know if somebody was following me on my bike. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Are you kidding me? You would not know if somebody was following you. That sounds really threatening. No, I just say there's <laughs> no way you would know. I I, I do I because I'm very aware of my surroundings. I could follow you home today, and you would have no idea. Are you kidding me? That's the creepiest thing you've ever. I'm said. just saying I could if I wanted to. It'd be really easy. I'd be like two two blocks back and you're always you're listening to whatever you're listening to you're me first in the gimme gimme's pandora you and know then, me so well that is exactly then, what i was so you're not going to be paying attention and you wouldn't you wouldn't know what's behind you oh i could easily i could yes i would because i actually only ride with one headphone in just so i can so i can hear you wouldn't you wouldn't hear me I'm just saying I could, not that I'm going to or want to. I'm just saying I could. I could totally do it. So if Wallman's developed this attachment to you, you know, he, he must go out into the world sometimes. Maybe he's realized he can't see what's going on in here in the studio. He can't watch it. And so now he's trying to uh, fix the people and put a camera in there. That's just one theory. Just one theory. Everything have you checked your people at home? I don't have. Actually, randomly enough, since my... Um, you know, since my building is so old, like some doors have peepholes and some don't. Mine does uh-huh. not have a peephole. Uh-huh. <sighs> I'm sans peephole. Okay, so he watches through the walls, probably through electrical outlets or something like that. That's probably how he's got it set up there in the in the apartment complex. Really, Greg? Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's something to actually be concerned. I mean, it's a legitimate concern. Shut up. It's It's something you should be worried about, and everybody out there should probably think about it. You know, just... Because you know there are some wall men out there. Like, there actually are somewhere. There is a man living in the walls of an apartment complex. And it could be... It would could be, be more fu- common. It would be my apartment complex. Could be more common than you realize, you know? 
I mean, housing's expensive here in Portland. Maybe Wallman's that's why because got free rent. That's true because they're building all those like newfangled, you know, apartment buildings, and mm-hmm. they can be like, "Hey, on the plus side, it's three thousand dollars for a studio and free of wall men." Yeah, free of wall men. They could try to well, they can like try to promise that. Point. I mean, I don't think you can keep all wall men out, but in the older buildings, definitely. I mean, I I guarantee the way you talk about this, it seems like you've spent some time as a wall man somewhere in the city of Portland. I would be willing to bet a lot of money that there is a guy living in the walls of an apartment complex. In the in this city, I guarantee there's at least one wall man in this city. There's got to be, well, and yes, you know I'm probably. right. I know there's probably multiple. But I, I bet there's at least one, and I would say your apartment complex could be a leading candidate. You already have say, hidden rooms that I, have been found. I would say my apartment complex is big enough that there's probably somebody living in there somewhere that shouldn't be. Yep. Wall man. That's what I will say. I don't think that they're living in the walls, but I'm assuming that there's probably someone somewhere mm-hmm. that I haven't seen. That... And he's peeping through your walls and stealing your food when you aren't there. Like right now, he's probably snacking in your kitchen, like looking to see what you've got. I don't have Taking a little nap on your bed or on I your clothes. I had one English muffin and it was gone. Taking a little, little snooze using your internet. I have then... some dark chocolate almond milk and I think a slice of American cheese. Here's how you test it out. You need to leave a trap. So so what, is, what goes, he likes muffins, you said. Leave some muffins out and leave them kind of haphazard so it looks like it would be easy for somebody to grab one and you wouldn't notice. But take a picture of it and then take a picture of your almond milk like exactly where the line is and leave it out there. And then uh, tomorrow morning, and then come back and see if see if anything's missing. If you're missing something, good chance you got a wall man. So That's the way to test so it. Weird. You got to leave a trap. God. Find out what he likes. There are some like sketchy people. Like uh, there's this one dude in particular that I met yesterday out in front of my building. Mm-hmm. Lives in there, and he was just I don't know the the quality of humans in my neighborhood mm-hmm. now is is greatly diminishing. It's yeah. just, they're just really scary. Yeah, your like neighborhood's kind of weird. Yeah, this guy's just really tweaky, and he's like, "Oh, I just moved into the building. I live in this bu- I live in this apartment." And he was getting ready to ask where I live. I'm like, "I'm not gonna fucking tell you where I live." I'm like, "Okay, bye," and just like ran inside and locked my door. Was he just trying to be friendly? I think he was cracked out. Oh, he was cracked I'm out. I'm pretty One sure there was some okay. sort of drug because he's been like working on his car in front of the, the apartment for probably about mm, a month. He, I, he's probably not the wall man. Probably not. Because Wallman would be a little more skittish than that. He wouldn't come right up. He wouldn't be cracked out. Wallman's not going to be a drug addict, I don't think. Wallman's going to be a little more sneakier than that. Well, he may dabble. I okay. mean, Wallman probably dabbles a little bit. All right, well, we should probably let's, let's stop the Wallman talk. We have to pretend like we're cool because I'd well, we are cool. Say. I just I want people to be aware. You know, yeah. Why don't we talk to Ben about Wallman? Look Man, out Greg. in your apartment complex. Leave a trap. See if you got yourself a Wallman. That's all I'm saying for everybody out there who lives in apartments wherever you are. Try to make sure that you're not the one where Wallman's living, because I guarantee Wallman's out there somewhere. Well, it's probably the wall. Like I might have the Wallman, but you have the Rat Superhighway underneath your house. Yeah, that sucks. We mm-hmm. talked about that. Yeah, because I have the old sewer system. That's lame. All right. Well, yeah. Let's go ahead and take a break because I believe we are going to be joined here in just a moment by our special guest Ben from Kill Rock Stars. So we'll take a break. Be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot. Watch out for Wallman. He's probably in your apartment. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I was just looking at this, and now, uh, as we talked about earlier on the show, like mm-hmm. there are so many titles that that Ben has. I don't even ben know where to so start. Ben has so many titles. I don't even know how to rank them. 
there's so many different titles on here. Should mm-hmm. I just try to do all of them at once? Yes. Based on the website. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now from Kill Rock Stars, head of A&R. Joining us now from Kill Rock Stars, the, head, the art director. Joining us now from Kill Rock Stars. Oh, I thought you were going to do them all room. together. You're just doing it joining all. Joining us now from Kill Rock Stars, head of social media. It is Ben Parrish. Hello. Well, I'm not. Oh, okay. He- head of A&R. But, oh. I, but I do do A&R. Porsche is the head. Oh, Porsche's the head. Yeah, okay. I'm, okay. I'm still, so I already screwed that still up. New, still a little new. <laughs> I've only signed um, two bands so far. But okay. you're like, you can be like the neck or something. Like you're yeah. a different body part. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you but you do have a lot of titles that you carry there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like one and a half full-time jobs pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it kind of oh, seems bet. like it. Yeah. With that much. Well, and you yeah. said that you've been working uh, for Kill Rock Stars for about 11 years. Yeah. That is, a, so you must love what you do. Yeah. You know, like they... Um, pay me a living and <laughs> I like it I've had so many awful jobs before oh yeah what, yeah, what were you in before uh, well my first job was McDonald's um, in Long Beach Washington when I was like 15 and that was awful of course and uh, is um, Long Beach the one with the is there like the sea monster or the yeah Jake the alligator man yes the yeah. alligator man wait what yeah. it was very uh, so much smaller than I thought he would be yeah there's, yeah. there's this store called Marsh's Free Museum it's like a weird junk store and there's it is it's odd and it has like you know like sunglasses that have like the mirrors on the sides yeah. so you can like spy behind you just like all kinds of okay. like chattering teeth like, like a place I would love that yeah. you would yeah. love it's, it's, okay. it's, it's cool um, so you know, I worked at McDonald's um one time I was taking an order and I looked up and there was this couple having sex in the ball pit. <laughs> in the ball pit? <laughs> and then they, um, I was responsible for cleaning up. After oh, that is gnarly, How do you ben? clean up a ball pit? I don't know. Did you like hose down the balls? Yeah. Oh, uh, God, no wonder my I mom wouldn't let me go into that. Douse it in bleach? Or, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have any family there, but whenever um, I go back with my girlfriend, I always point out, oh, yeah, that's the ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you just look up and they're going at it. That's, yeah. Did you, like, yell did you at them? Did you stop them? I throw you know, a bucket of water on them? Like, I'm, get out. I'm a professional. I, I finished taking the order. <laughs> then um, I pointed to the manager. He came in. They noticed. They walked off. Their kid was in the room, so they left what? like Jesus. They left like a little shoe outside <laughs> on the oh, classy. Uh, oh wor- my god! I worked at an ice cream shop. Uh, also in Longview. Long Beach. Long yeah. Beach, yeah. And then I had a job. I was um, reading books onto audio cassette textbooks for Evergreen State College. Oh wow! Which is um, kind of exhausting because yeah, when you're reading a textbook out loud your voice gets really tired mm-hmm. and yeah and it's probably really boring subject material if you're not in that yeah, class yeah I, I try not to go <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, oh yeah you don't want two. the smacks in there yeah, yeah. the smacks the yeah. smacks are the worst yeah. <laughs> I worked at Big Lots twice twice why twice jobs were hard to come by in a yeah. yeah yeah I worked at Value Village twice, once in Bellingham, Washington, once in Lacey. I've been to the Bellingham Value Village. I was a big fan. This is a diverse range of interacting with the public, too, in a lot of those jobs. I uh, was a graveyard cashier at a gas station. It was very rough. Yeah, did you ever get uh, anybody trying to rob it? No. Oh, that's good. Um, And then... (laughs) I bet you get a lot of interesting people, though, about four in the morning. Oh, yeah, totally. And I worked at Safeway for a while, and I worked at the dorms at Evergreen State College. Nice. Um, were, you, were you an RA or? 
No, I was I was kind of like a janitor cleaning. It was fun. Like sometimes we would take knife hits on the stove and then clean the <laughs> stove. <laughs> <laughs> and they rent it out for conferences a lot during the summer. So uh. sometimes you'd be cleaning and find a six pack of beer and get to drink it. <laughs> like ah, oh, oh, sweet, nice. yeah, <laughs> bonus, <laughs> yeah. So. Well, what was your last job before uh, you jo- ended up joining the label? Uh, I worked at Big Lots my second time. Okay, cool. Yeah. Wow, you went from big lots to kill rock stars, like av- through all those jobs. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty big jump in awesomeness. Yeah. And then when I started at KRS, I was just stuffing envelopes because we were releasing about fifty five albums a year, and that was when you would still mail promotional CDs. That was my first uh-huh. job yeah. in radio. I would yeah. s- I worked for a country music station, and all I would do is mail like hand write out the envelopes and mail stickers to people. Yeah, so I I think I've individually stuffed. 500,000 envelopes with promo CDs. Damn. Okay, you win. Years. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That is a fuckload of envelopes. It's, it's insane. <laughs> it's so but, weird to think. I mean, it's not that long ago that all of that was going on, you yeah. know, and we were all kind of part of that mm-hmm. that era. But now it's thinking about it. It's like, oh, my God, who would ever get that many CDs printed just to send them out when instead you just send an email like, hey. Here's, yeah. a, here's, here's a link. Here's a download yeah. link. Please, but don't, still, there's please nothing. don't listen online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's still nothing as cool as like getting like being able to hold a handful of CDs. Like it's some, oh, having no. some a tangible product. Like uh, when uh, Ben just got here, he handed us some CDs and it was so yeah. cool to just look through them. Like you still get that like excitement where it's just uh-huh. like, oh, I can't wait to unwrap it. Look and at the look artwork. At the artwork. Yeah. And song by song, I still, yeah, I still love CDs. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're cool. It's, it's weird. Um, Some of our artists still sell a ton of them and some... We make CDs and they only sell 20 or so, and then they sell 2,000 MP3 downloads. Mm-hmm. It just kind of depends on each one's audience, I guess. Yeah, so, so it's tricky figuring that stuff out. Do you guys yeah. make a, like vinyl at all, or is it just mostly? Ye- yeah, for a lot of our stuff, it just takes forever. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with like comedians, it doesn't make sense because people will only listen to it once or twice. Yeah, and in the spectrum of Kill Rockstars, I mean, comedy is kind of a newer addition to what you're recording. Yeah. Yeah, and who was the first? Was it um, Kurt Bronner? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we've had yeah. Kurt on. Yeah, yeah. And I Kurt's like back him. in September too, recording a what Comedy Central special? Yeah, thing? yeah, the twenty fourth at Revolution Hall. Yeah, that's I definitely want to go to that. And he's amazing, and I think it's free. Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, I got the really? uh, Kill Rock Stars press release that oh, came out. Oh, cool. Oh, about we got that. on the Kill Rockstar's press release, huh? Oh, yeah, cool. Look at how Somehow. fancy we are. I don't know. I know, Ben, we were talking about, just full disclosure at the beginning of the show, that we both think you're pretty cool, and we're like, oh. how do we act How do we act cool? Well, it wasn't me. It, was, it wasn't Greg. It was me, mostly. <laughs> well, no, I agree, but you were like, mm. yeah, your first question was going to be, what's it like to be so cool? What's it like to be oh, cool, well, Ben? I was called, oh yeah, because I was called the cool dude. Uh, South by Southwest in 2000. Oh my gosh, I wasn't even referenced that, yeah. but they, I remember oh, okay, I read that. I, I thought yeah. you were, yeah, because <laughs> they announced, I had them announce that when we were all judging the helium comedy competition. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? I, now I remember you saying Exciting. <laughs> and then I've been called a cool dude several times since then, usually because I put it in a bio for helium, <laughs> but then right now too. So. Can you say that Greg and Sarah, like now you can fully say Greg and Sarah from Fun Employment Radio think that you're a cool dude. Yeah, I can, mm-hmm. I can be like, it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it's becoming a pattern. <laughs> yeah. So you have, uh, so there's some, I know there are going to be some comedy albums recorded and then there are some shows coming up as well that Kill Rock Stars is putting on. Yeah, we're putting on a show at The Spare Room next Friday, the 19th for, it's like our 25th birthday party. Wow, wow, 25 years. Yeah, where's the, where's the time go? <laughs> Seriously. And so Kinski and Wimps from Seattle are coming down, and then 
They're both on the label. And then our friends Lithics are also going to play. Very cool. And, and you're talking about the spare room in Northeast? Yeah, on Northeast 42nd. Oh, I haven't been there in a while. And, uh, it's yeah, it's amazing. I love that place. Do they still have the uh, like like mariachi like karaoke band that plays there sometimes? I think they do after bingo on Mondays. Okay, that, makes, that sounds <laughs> that, about right. That's so perfect. <laughs> but bingo and then a mariachi cover band. But they still have the $2 mystery shots. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and the dollar jello shots. So. <laughs> oh, the mystery shots, man. Yeah, it's dangerous. Oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's risky. I somehow always end up with like peppermint schnapps or something. Yeah. That's what I usually end up with. Which oh, yeah. I feel, I feel like that's getting off pretty light. Like, if that's what the mystery shot is. When I worked at this ter- horribly shitty uh, bar on 122nd and Stark, it was called The Dog House. I was a bartender <laughs> there, and every time we would have, like, a teeny little bit of whatever, like, terrible, like, flavored vodka or tequila or, like, cinnamon tequila or something, yeah, we'd just put a paper bag around it, be like, $3, and then people would just buy that shit the entire night. <laughs> and that's how you got rid of all the all the bad alcohol. Uh-huh. Hey, it works. That's my story. You should know. (laughs) Mystery shot's a good idea. If I ever start a bar, I'll keep that in mind. (laughs) Well, diversify. Yeah, seriously. Well, so, I mean, this the step into comedy, what was the the thought behind that? You know, to go from this traditional music label, I mean, you know, iconic music label, and then be like, I'm now we're gonna record comedy albums. Well, we I'd say that half of our staff meetings are us joking around. Yeah. Mm. And we'd been talking about wanting to do it for five years or so. And then um, one of us retweeted a Kurt Bronner tweet, and he got really excited and then sent us a message. And I was like, hey, have you guys ever thought of doing a comedy album? And we were <laughs> like, well, actually. And so we called Portia on the phone, and after a half hour, it was like, oh, hey, we're going to do this album. And then we emailed Mississippi Studios and set it up and and since then it's like a, you've picked up so many comedians like they're really good quality ones yeah too. yeah yeah i think i think they're great and one thing that we've noticed is that you can i mean since then because when we started the shows were free or five dollars mm-hmm. and now we're like oh you can charge admission yeah and it will pay for the sound engineer and mm-hmm. for mixing and editing the album so it's kind of cool to be able to release an album and have it like already have break, broken even. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's so cool. Not that anybody is at like a Scrooge McDuck level mm. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. of income <laughs> yet. I mean, I think our best-selling comedy release has only sold about 6,000 copies, which is still... That's still great. Still really good, especially in 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... That's really cool. Well, and I was looking, and then, uh, so one of the uh, the comedians you have on Kill Rock Stars is uh, our old buddy Ian Carmel, who's actually yeah. coming to town. So is he doing two shows this weekend? Um, I, I know so. he's I doing, it's, yeah, is it I think two? It's, uh, yeah, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ian's at uh, Revolutionary Hall, or Revolution, Revolution Hall. I always go to Revolutionary. I <laughs> keep having to train myself not to do that. I don't know why I do that. At uh, Revolution Hall this weekend, and um, yeah, on, it's on Friday. Friday. August twelfth. Yeah. Very cool. He's amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ian's, no, I, Ian's great. Because you tend to for like I, I don't forget how funny he is, but like after I don't see him for a while and then I'll see him again, I'm like oh my god, I've you know yeah I, always new material and yeah and he's got his album on Kill Rock Stars too, so you can mm-hmm. pick that up. What's the best way for people to pick up the albums? Uh, I mean, ideally they would go to their local record store and buy it because you can keep money in the local economy. That's awesome, is, Ben. That's important. Yeah. Which is good, but. If you don't want to do that, or if they're out of stock, we have a website. We we have this 
page on Bandcamp where mm-hmm. you can download all of our albums for about $7. Or you could pay more if you want. And, That's great. And then you can have your choice between like an MP3 file or a FLAC or I guess there's some format called Ogvorbis that a few people Ogvorbis. use. I've I've never. Ogvorbis? But it's an option. That sounds like an alien What do you use something? that for? Now I want to investigate that. I'll uh, be doing that after the show. Yeah, Ogvorbis. No and then you can download, you know, an AIFF file or a wave or AAC. Or Got pretty much everything. That, yeah, so, that something for everybody. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Has there something been, for the Apple fans. Has there been any the, person, like a comedian or band or individual musician or otherwise, that you've been kind of starstruck to be able to um, have a hand in recording? Well, I mean, I don't do the recording myself. I mean, or like meeting or just being involved. I mean, I was really excited when, I mean, Slater Kinney were on the label, but when Quasi Mm -hmm. came over, that was a huge deal to me because they were one of the first bands I ever saw when I was like... 15 or something same with me when I used to come up to Portland because I grew up in like rural Oregon we'd come up and they were always who god I saw them play with like Hazel and like uh, presidents of the USA and like yeah yeah, a bunch of different bands yeah and then like I gotta help you know lay out their last album mostly and I was like oh I can't believe this is happening (laughs) that's pretty awesome working on Quasi's album that's cool yeah they're just such a great underrated band that Uh, yeah their music's just stood the test of time Mm -hmm. yeah and it's going to continue, I think. Good. Well, Ben, where can we follow your cool self? Where where can people follow you on the on the internet? Uh, you can go to twitter.com slash killrockstars. I follow at killrockstars. <laughs> I follow at killrockstars. And I follow yeah. at Ben Parrish, too. Yeah. <laughs> and um, occasionally I'll get drunk and post a photo of pizza on the work account. <laughs> so, well, because pizza is delicious. <laughs> That's good. And yeah, we're on Instagram and Facebook and... We're just out there. Awesome. So follow them. I mean, they're huge supporters of music, of comedy, of uh, local commerce. Yeah. It's very, I mean, really. uh, and and it's amazing what they do. And they're just cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight up cool. Oh. <laughs> just like Ben. <laughs> well, Ben, thank you so much for coming in today, too. Thanks for having me. Ben, you're Yeah, the best. this is Exciting. great. It's my podcast debut. <gasps> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Sweet. You got so it. Maybe sometime we can come and visit you and see what the inside of the Killer Rockstar is. Yeah, totally. That'd be awesome. Okay. I think that I think he was just trying to be nice, but that's all right. No, you, you are totally We won't touch to anything, I promise. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the key. We'll right. sign something. <laughs> all right, well, thanks so much. So, yeah, go to killrockstars.com and uh, check out all of the amazing bands and artists that they have on there. Go check out the show, too, uh, coming up. And which night is it again for the Spare Room? Friday the 19th. Friday the 19th. Go there to that show. And the Spare Room is one of those like old Portland establishments that has a ton of charisma. Oh, yeah. It's what, It was an old bowling alley, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hence, the, hence the spare room. Hence the spare yeah. room <laughs> side of it. So go check that out and everything else. And we'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. Ben from Kill Rock Stars. He's awesome. His, his podcast debut. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Debut. I didn't realize it was his debut That's right awesome. there. That is cool. So uh, we'll be posting that up. Um, also, just really quick, an update on uh, what we were talking about beforehand. We never got a chance to talk to Ben about wall people, which ironically oh. didn't come up <laughs> sh- come up in the conversation. Um, I do have an update on something so for me. Naturally. I just received a text. Apparently, it came through while we were talking to Ben. I just checked it. Uh, I am going to be getting a trail cam. What? What does that mean? I've got, I've got a friend who's going to be loaning me a trail cam that I'm going to be using because I've had people going into my backyard. I'm setting it up today. 
I'm going to be taking pictures. I'm going to set up a trap. If Are this you going to bait here, them? I am. I'm going to bait, bait the people who have been stealing things in my backyard. I think I'm going to set out like a gift bag and I'm going to put a camera on it and I'm going to see if I catch somebody trying to steal it. By the way, what's going to be in it isn't going to be good. It's not something they want. But um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to set up a trap. in it. I should uh, just a, it's a bag of pee, just mm. a big bag of pee. No, a bottle and, like, no, I'm totally gonna bait yeah. it though. I want to see if I can catch who it is that's been going mm-hmm. down my back into my backyard. Because it seems like they're doing it on the weekdays too, mm-hmm. because they know that you're probably not going to be out late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be awesome. And if it works, I'll help you catch Wallman. I don't. I can't catch something that doesn't Imagine exist. Imagine if Greg. you get a picture of Wallman though, stealing one of your one of your granola bars <laughs> or your muffins or whatever. I think. Oh my god, I'd throw up and. I mean, we could make that. That could be a viral sensation right there, if we if we caught Wallman in the act. Not I mean, quite I've as big as like Bigfoot. Stories like this where people are like living in people's attics or something and mm-hmm. stealing their food while they, they sleep. Well, exactly. That's what Wallman's doing to you, man. I can't wait to see what's I don't in my really backyard have a lot though. Of Wallman, you know, things for Wallman to steal. Oh, I am setting that up today. First right. step: whoever's going into my backyard. First step: method. Second step: Wallman. Okay, I'm, I'm very excited. Yep. Oh, hello, my friends. <laughs> my name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Hey, Greg, coincidentally enough, speaking of people who are burrowing into places that they don't belong. Yes. There's a national story that's actually coming out of Albany, Oregon, <laughs> which, of course, is the homeland of my of my parents. That's where they met and fell in love in high school. In Albany, Oregon. In Albany, Oregon. Yes, it now has been discovered in Albany, Oregon, that a network of homeless tunnels and caves <laughs> have been burrowed all throughout Simpson Park Trail in Albany, Oregon. And Albany police are doing their best to figure out who exactly is behind the what they are calling large network of tunnels and caves which are hand dug into the ground along the Simpson Park Trail. I am telling you and I did see this story and it's it's the start of something this is what makes me think that there's something in your walls like it's a whole deal. There's a whole underground world. I need to start infiltrating this. Well, it's this. like the mole people. Maybe I, I need to go I've undercover. about the mole people. Well, the mole people are in New York. They live in the sewer system. These are people digging their own tunnels. Mhm. So it's like the newfangled I might mole need people. to go undercover. Like an underground. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Well, in general, police believe that the hollowed-out dwellings, some of which were dug under large trees, are the work of transients who are trying to form their own community. Uh, police were first able to find the caves back in June. Since then, they found several people sleeping inside of the caves and tunnels. In the past week, they came across a man by the name of Robert Turner, who had Robert m- Turner, who had multiple warrants out for his arrest for possession of what do you think it was? Methamphetamines. Methamphetamine. Well, when police found him in his makeshift tunnel, he had a large stash of meth on him and a drill bit. He's since been taken to Lynn County Jail. Police say they also encountered a man and a woman living inside their own cave. The man, they say, admitted to digging them and said he's started to dig more all around the area. The man has not yet been arrested, but uh, police say they are investigating. They plan to turn the case over to the district attorney to see if they can charge the cave dwellers who have been digging holes in the ground. A spokesperson for the city of Albany said an arborist will be on hand to take down trees that were killed after caves were dug underneath them. Because basically, you know, they're drying out the roots and therefore the trees cannot live anymore. Uh, After that, the contractors plan to fill up the caves and plant new trees. They estimate that the filling in the caves and tunnels and such will cost around $2,000 to fill in those man-made Albany Transient Caves. Next up, Greg, there is a new delicious creation 
that the fine folks at Burger King have come up with, and I wanted to know if you would want to try it because it sounds exactly like something that would be up your alley. Of course, Burger King, the home of the Mac and Cheeto. Oh, yeah. I did try that. Burger King's been a little, yeah, they've a little adventurous. been a little whimsical with Went their, a little with their food crisis. choices. Yeah, because it used to be Taco Bell who was like doing like, oh, the Doritos and all that stuff. Now, Taco Bell's kind of taking a seat. Burger King has grabbed the wheel, mm-hmm. and they're doing their own shit right okay. now. Okay, all right. Now, Burger King is set to launch on August 15th. What they are calling the Whopperito. What? It's a hamburger burrito, Greg. It's how a hamburger this... burrito. Part hamburger, Wait, how? part burrito, and made just for you at Burger King. Whopperito. Burger King is set to unleash the Whopperito next week. Now, the Whopperito uses the same beef from BK's signature Whopper but with a different seasoning to give it a slightly Tex-Mex feel. It includes chopped tomatoes, onions, lettuce, and pickles, all topped with a queso sauce and wrapped in a flour tortilla. Now, Burger King president Alec Macedo said that the chain had wanted to get into the Tex-Mex food market for some time, and they decided to put their own Burger King spin on it with the Whopperito. So uh, they experimented with the Whopperito uh, at Burger King's in Ohio and Pennsylvania. It was a success, and then they decided to nationally distribute it. So if you'd like I to don't try know. This, I don't think I would go for this. I absolutely think that you would go for this. No. What's wrong with it? It's perfect. Because I'd get a regular burger, like if I'm going to go for it. But if you could go, you could get like meat, and then you could actually just go get probably a super cheap burrito. It's two ninety nine for a Whopperito. Uh, I don't know. Or four ninety nine if you want to get your Whopperito with a combo meal. I don't think I like mixing my burgers with my burritos. Nationwide next week. I like burgers and I like burritos. Next Monday. I next Monday. It should be Whopperito Monday. I don't need them. No, it's not going to be Whopperito Monday. Oh, Whopperito Monday here on Fun Employment Radio. Everybody make sure to get your Whopperito and then we'll all eat them together. No. Mm-hmm. There's no, I'm looking at it. It just looks like a mashed up burger that somebody smashed up and threw into a tortilla. Oh, that That's all it good. is. No, that doesn't sound good. No, my mind, it's mainly my mind can't wrap around it. I don't want my mind to make it, to have it make sense. A burger is a burger. A burrito is a burrito. Why, they have to be like completely, they're like yes. the same ingredients. No, no. All right. Well, a burger's uh, supposed to go with that kind of bread. A burrito's different. Whopperito Monday on the fifteenth. Next up, story about a twenty-five-year-old young man out of the UK who's upset because people make fun of him for identifying for who he is, which is a vampire. He's very upset that people don't take him seriously. <laughs> but I'm a vampire. The 25-year-old who has been bullied for his vampire-like appearance. What's this guy's name? Well, I'm so happy that you oh, asked okay. me that. He's changed his name, so I don't know what his original <laughs> name is. It doesn't say it. But his name is... Sucky McBloodenstein? His name is Darkness. <laughs> Darkness. Vlad Tippis. T-E-P-E-S. <laughs> Darkness Vlad Tippis. Okay, I mean, if you can come up with your own vampire name... That's the but one you come up with? he likes to go just by darkness. I mean, come on, Greg, dude. you're just like the other bullies, Greg. I mean, you get to choose your own vampire name. That's what you come up with? Darkness Vlad Tepes? Yes. 
Darkness Vlad Tepes, who from uh, henceforth shall be known as Darkness in my story, uh, says he is bullied for his alternative vampire lifestyle. <laughs> the 25-year-old says he's been living as a vampire for 13 years and sleeps in a custom-made-to-measure coffin. Darkness also says he drinks cow's blood as, long, as well as pig's blood as well as human blood substitute. But he does say, <laughs> with a little bragging in his tone, garlic doesn't affect him and he can happily walk around in the sunshine. Darkness goes on to say, plead his case, if you will. I might be a vampire, but I just want to be treated like everyone else. Uh, Darkness, who of course... Oh, that's Vlad the Impaler's last name? Okay, that's where he's getting it from. Okay. Well, I knew Vlad. I didn't know that was his last name. All right, Darkness, who of course wears black eyeliner, says that he... uh, That's even more lame, though. I'm sorry, I'm stuck on the name. Then he's just stealing... Vlad the Impaler's name and throwing darkness on the front of Greg, it. Greg, he's also walking around wearing black eyeliner and like he, he made himself lame. a coffin and is bragging about drinking pig's blood. <laughs> uh, he says he doesn't like being made fun of. This is darkness saying. He's like, everyone has their own beliefs and I don't feel like I should be persecuted for following mine. I might be a vampire, but I want to be treated just like everyone else. People have to accept the fact that what's normal to them is not normal to us and what's normal to us is not normal to them. Wow, he's a... He's a real wordsmith, that uh-huh. one. Well, Darkness, in his backstory, says he first became attracted to the vampire lifestyle as a wee teenager. As part of his... Oh, let's see. Uh, so he also so he became attracted to the lifestyle as a teenager. He has a strict, balanced diet, which stays away from fatty foods, and he mostly subsists on cows and pig's blood and human blood substitute. No, he's eating Whopperitos and just not he's telling anybody totally about it. He's totally a Whopperito fiend. Uh, he said, My life was always a secret until I came out as a vampire two years ago. <laughs> I first learned about vampires when I was 13 growing up in Galway. Oh no, that's where my people are from. Yep. I was taking my dog for a walk through the woodlands and I saw a group of girls dressed up and I thought they were zombies. I ran home because I was scared at first, but then I became curious. He was scared of girls walking by themselves. One day I found them <laughs> Terrifying. again. And they initially initiated me into their coven. And I have been a vampire ever since. To be a vampire is to believe that I have a living body but a dead soul. Alright, if you were to come up with your own vampire name. Oh man. What would you be? Because Darkness Vlad Tepes, just ripping off Vlad the Impaler, stupid. That's a dumb name. Sucky McBloodenstein. Ooh. That's a pretty good vampire name. I am Sucky McBloodenstein. That's just one idea. Okay. I'm trying to think. I want I want to be like Or Mr. Fangs. That's pretty good too. Like no first be, name, just Mr. Ooh, Fangs. I came up with a good one. What about like Scarlet Von Sharp? Like for sharp teeth? Scarlet and like you know, Scarlet's like red. I guess. Scarlet Von Stabby. No, you're not stabby. Bitey. Mr. Fangs. Pokey. Sucky McBloodenstein. That's very um, intimidating. Darkness says that his vampire lifestyle has its vampire struggles. He said, being a vampire is difficult, and of course there are struggles in everyday life. But I'm happy that I stand by my choice. Uh, he lives with his fellow coven of vampires that they collectively call themselves Underworld. <laughs> Darkness goes on to say it is far more oh, common just than Just because people- of the movie? Oh, no, I didn't even... I was thinking about Born Slippy, about the band Underworld. They're awesome. Well, yeah, I, I kind of doubt... Of the two, I'm going to guess they're referencing the movie Underworld. Oh, yeah, that's the horrible one, which right? Which I think was like... Well, I kind of liked it because I like Kate Beckinsale, but... Darkness um, 
The self-identifying vampire goes on to express people should be allowed to wear what they want and have the freedom to express themselves free from persecution. Yeah, He's who's not persecuting quite being persecuted. You? Yeah, who's persecuting yeah, you? Yeah, that's not quite the same thing, uh, little boy. Now, you choose to go out in public and claim you're a vampire and then people laugh or make fun of you. Well, I mean, yeah, that's your choice. Nobody's stopping you from it. Well, according to a vampire website that he and his vampire troop underworld follow. Mr. Fang. The way you express yourself as uh, to being a vampire is including, but not limited to, a very pale complexion made with makeup or otherwise. A wardrobe made up predominantly of dark clothing. Well, I'm a vampire so far. Okay, goth, goth. I know, look at pale. Yeah. Dark clothing. Yep. Uh, a style Uh-oh. of dress which is modeled on Victorian or Renaissance fashions. Uh, black or blood red lipstick. Sunglasses. Fangs. And or FX contacts, because that's what <laughs> vampires wore, are FX contacts. Sucky McBloodenstein. Are you Sucky McBloodenstein? I'm, I'm, what am I? I'm either Sucky McBloodenstein. I'm Scarlett Von Sharp. No, I'm. Scarlett Von Sharp is a really fucking cool I'm name. Sucky McBloodenstein, a.k.a. Mr. Fangs. Yeah, that could be it. I'm not sure about the sucky part. Definitely McBloodenstein. I don't think you're supposed to call yourself sucky. Sucky uh, So anyway, so there you guys go. Um, yeah, so I guess, uh, yeah, Vicky's asking, isn't a coven made of witches? It's true, but, yeah, pers- but don't ask me. Ask the vampire who's being persecuted <laughs> because he was made. A, I think he's got a mixed up. He was made a vampire from a coven of witches that he thought were zombies in Galway 12 years ago. Because it all just makes because sense. Because he saw girls walking so, by themselves. You know what, your questions and it are just him. your questions are persecuting him. Can you not? Can but, you just stop? Persecuting but that's really him? what it's based on, right? He saw three girls walking by themselves in the park, and it mm-hmm. scared him, and he ran home. Yeah, <laughs> the three. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I did find the story just kind of made me laugh because this seems like a horrible girlfriend. So I found the story. It's been everywhere. And it's this. Uh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you heard have about you, this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? About this girl whose boyfriend was going on a vacation away from her with, his, with a group of his guy friends. And she wrote out a list of rules that he had to follow. Oh. And so uh, he took a picture of it, and it's since then all over the internet. I refuse to say it's gone viral, but it's all over the internet. I've known some. I've known some ladies like that. What are, what are the rules? All what right, were so his this, rules? This girl's name. Uh, so so was this like a bachelor trip, or this was just he was going on vacation? Uh, so he was just going on vacation with his buddies. So this woman's name is Whitney Travers. Uh, so she decided to write a rule book. With ten strict rules for her boyfriend, <laughs> Kieran, to follow before he uh, oh. took off uh, abroad with his friends. and she- Whitney and Kieran. Whitney and Kieran. It's a love for what's the her, ages. Wh- what's her name? Whitney Tavish? Whitney Travers. Travers. So uh, they're both 18 years old. <laughs> so Whitney uh, decided to hand write out rules for Kieran to follow. Uh, and he posted it on his Twitter page. I think, needless to say, they're not together anymore. What's received <laughs> Smart over, move. Dude, you're 18. You don't need somebody giving you a bunch of what's rules. What's received over 12,000 likes and retweeted over 5,000 times by <laughs> men and women sharing their opinions. Would you like to know the rules of this crazy oh, woman? Oh, right please, on? let me know. All right, there are 10 of them. Number one, make sure your phone is charged at all times. Phone me at least twice a day for at least two minutes. Number two, no girls whatsoever. Don't look, don't talk, don't touch. <laughs> Cheat and I will destroy everything. I will also make your life a living hell. A living hell? How is she going to make his life a living hell? I think that she already probably was. Well, probably. Yeah. I'm Number three. Guess. Do not follow girls on social media. 
<laughs> Number four, no tattoos. You'll be checked when you get home. Oh, wow. Number five, don't mix any of your drinks. I think no mixed drinks. I think that's what it is. Uh, number six, if on a boat party, no drinking games with the opposite sex. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I can't do that. I have a note for my girlfriend. Uh, number seven, stay in your own bed. Uh, number eight, do not buy any girls any drinks. That money can be better spent on me. <laughs> number nine, text me every day. These rules are kind of redundant, though. If he's not supposed to talk mm. to any girls, then how is he buying them drinks? I guess he doesn't have to talk to them. Yeah, and she's uh, and number ten. If you uh, if you talk to anybody, you tell every girl about me. If someone flirts, walk away. No photos. <laughs> <laughs> no photos with random girls. Period. And then it ends with, "Have a nice flight. Stay safe." <laughs> Sounds like a treat. If someone flirts, walk away. Walk away. <laughs> I mean, the don't sleep with somebody else, sure. Get that part. Look at... But don't look, don't touch, and don't touch. No, it's, she didn't say don't sleep with somebody. She said stay in your own bed. It's like Oh, she actually to... didn't specify don't sleep with them. So no, as long as he doesn't talk take, to her... Just don't follow them on, on any social media accounts. Don't take any which pictures Which he wouldn't anyway. Which he wouldn't anyway. I know. She's kind of setting it up, like lining it up for him to do this. Oh, yeah. I mean, if anything's... Gonna... I mean, if he's following the rules... Yeah, so, yeah, his caption for uh, the pictures of her rules uh, said, uh, Whitney took psychoness to a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a quick lesson on how you can be single very quickly. Make a big list of rules. That, my friends, is your world crazy. Crazy. <laughs> oh. What oh, a treat. The youth of our nation. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, there we go. Okay. Um... Thank you, everybody, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Yeah. You are all fantastic. Yeah, you are. And we really appreciate it. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Greg, it's three days until Guns N' Roses. I just don't say that kind of thing to I'm me. sorry. I have way too much work to get done between now and then. I cannot be starting to think about Guns N' Roses and how I'm going to be seeing them live in three days. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be so rude. I can't start thinking about that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it's all I can think about. Um, big thank you to Ben from Kill Rock Stars, right here on Fun Employment Radio. That was great. Definitely check out yeah, all the shows. I can't you haven't heard of the Alligator Man guy. No, I, we never even explained exactly what the Alligator Man There's was. There's stickers on cars, like, where at least there used to be. It's like a half alligator, half man, like the torso and head of a man and like the back of an alligator. I don't, I honestly don't know. What is that? It's like an urban legend. Yeah, it's or like it's, a, a, it's it's like a fake. You know, it's it's basically a fake alligator person that's put together on display because it's like. It's How to do like I a, not know about this? I don't know why. I went and saw it. I was very excited, but it was a lot smaller than I thought. It's pretty tiny. I can't believe you don't know that. It's an urban legend that's like right here in the why, northwest. Yeah. Well, how do, how was I unaware of this? Greg, I don't know. I am kind of disappointed. I'm not mad, Greg. I'm just disappointed. Well, now I am, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Send us an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everybody, for everybody for tuning into Fun mm-hmm. Employment Radio. Uh, announcement tomorrow we will have oh. regarding um, some things. There we go. That's That was a tease that was for a, you. That was a guarantee. Announcement tomorrow about things. And stuff. That was me sending you a wink as well. 
That's crazy. That was okay, that's enough. Yep. All right, there we go. Thank you so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. <laughs> bye, bro. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>